I got a message on LinkedIn last week from Roy Monarch, a Toastmaster from the Word Doctors Club in Texas. He said, do you have a plan that we could model as we work on our first Distinguished Club program? No, I didn't plant that. It's gratifying to hear from a listener and then to be asked such a good question just at the time we need to answer it. It made my day. Today, we'll talk about the Toastmasters Club Success Plan. What can new officers do now to become a distinguished club that is serving its members well? Do you want to change the world? Do you need to develop the leadership skills to do that? Then Toastmasters can help you achieve your goals in a proven program that teaches public speaking and leadership skills. This is Toastmasters 101, and I'm your host, Kim Cradgee. I know, some people don't like the Distinguished Club program because they feel that some of the clubs want the title and they'll short the members in the process. Yep, maybe some do. Maybe some people cheap the system. Frankly, it's not that hard to save club awards from being posted to the system until next year. Or a member can choose not to submit award until the new Toastmasters year if that's necessary. None of that changes the fact that the Distinguished Club program, as it stands, is a fine metric to show what a Toastmasters club should do to serve its members well. On a recent podcast, I talked extensively about the Distinguished Club program and each of the points or the goals. This week, I want to take a look at the mechanism a club needs to work to achieve those goals and why. Roy asked me about what new officers can do to make a club successful. My answer is pretty succinct. Work the program and earn the awards that benefit you as a Toastmaster. That means don't do speeches that aren't projects and be sure to get evaluations so that you will improve. Being a club officer doesn't mean you sacrifice your own purpose to learn public speaking. That's why you join Toastmasters, right? In successful clubs, I've never seen a single club officer fail to work on their own skills. I've seen some unsuccessful clubs where speeches are given without being a part of a project to get credit, and those clubs often fail their members in other ways. But what we often see is that lack of progress in pathways or the education program is a sign that the club might not be taking seriously the growth of the members. Remember, each project has a purpose. Pathways Education Program is based on the objective to learn and to practice a new skill. When that purpose isn't recognized by the speaker or the evaluator, the member will not show progress in their skills. I should probably do a show about that purpose statement on every evaluation form. Oh, wait, I'm going down a rabbit trail here. Let's get back to the club success plan for now. If you're a club officer, work your pathway and reap the benefits that you needed that caused you to join Toastmasters. Make your club succeed. That sounds so simple. Toastmasters has a downloadable manual for the Distinguished Club Program and Club Success Plan. That's number 1111. It's available as a PDF download. It starts with the moments of truth, talks about the Distinguished Club Program, and then it moves to the Club Success Plan. 
This section contains several questions that Roy Monarch described to me as thought-provoking. That's a good description. This version has a couple of questions that I've never considered. How will the club executive committee be held accountable for its responsibilities? I can honestly say I've never heard that question before now. It's so obvious in the professional world, you might get fired for failing to do the work. But how does your Toastmasters Club, a volunteer organization, hold someone accountable? How will the club executive committee and the supporting members be recognized for its efforts? Do we need to recognize someone for their work? Well, yes, if we want them to do it again, but how are we going to do it? My club's answers are going to be very different from your club's answers. Different club cultures, different group of people. These answers are going to change. If you're the new club president, I think taking some time to think up the answers that you want to give to these questions in the manual is worth your time before you take the gavel. Know in advance how you want your year to roll, and you've created a framework for your club's success plan. Every club officer should take a moment to talk to their predecessor, but especially two roles, treasurer and vice president of education. At the funniest treasurer training I ever attended, a club treasurer, who was also a college math professor, gave a hilarious description of the role that was almost enough to make me want the job, one that I should never be permitted to take. Sam explained how important it was to start the year with an audit and a clear idea of the financial status of the club. You need to start the year with an audit, he said, but you won't need one at the end. We howled. Now, if I were a club treasurer, you wouldn't have an audit. You'd have to use something like a nuclear bomb and start all over again. But he makes a really good point. The transition of the club monies and the money management is critical. During this pandemic, talk to your financial institution about how to do that before you try to walk in and sign the paperwork. I know my bank is handling a lot of that over the phone or by appointment in the office. The vice president of education, whom we lovingly call the VPE, needs a very clear idea of where the members stand in their pathways progress. There are reports available on the Basecamp Manager site. Now, I'm not currently a Basecamp Manager, so you know what I did? I called Toastmasters, and we're going to go off on a digression here. I actually spoke to a real person at Toastmasters International this week. Yes, the offices are not open, but at least we get to talk to real people now. When I called, I was told that there are some club member status reports available. I can't currently see them, but if you're a current vice president of education, how about you get together a list of the current members and what they've completed and hand that over to the incoming vice president of education? I can't stress this enough. We're here to serve our members by helping them to go through and get the most of what they can out of the Pathways program. We do that by having good meetings with many opportunities for them to complete their projects and to step into the meeting roles so that they can build their leadership skills. That's the success you need to be planning. Then the club will be successful. When I was coaching a club, 
we had no members who were not club officers. So hosting a club success plan meeting was pretty simple. We scheduled it for our usual meeting time. The new club president was also a DTM who knows the program very well. She laid it out in precise detail about what we would have to do. That became a tradition in this club. I remember watching people's faces as they began to understand what the Distinguished Club program measured and how they were a part of it. Their buy-in, their commitment got us to Distinguished. I've been a club officer for nearly my entire time in Toastmasters. In fact, this is the first year I'm not a club officer. I want other people to take the officer's roles to learn what they can about leadership from those roles. I've been to many club success plan meetings, some of them more formal than others. I'm going to say the most successful club planning meeting I have ever been to came out of the entire club meeting. They reviewed, they committed, and they worked the plan, not just the officers. Most members don't even know about the DCP until April. That's when everyone starts to worry about the number of members and how many awards can we get before the deadline on June 30th. That's too late. About nine months too late. Members want to be part of a successful club. They know what they want to learn. They want to learn how to conquer their fear of public speaking. They want to learn how to be a leader. They want to learn how to construct and deliver a compelling and interesting speech. Unless we tell them early on that their success is tied to the success of the club, they don't know. Sometimes that helps motivate them to work a little faster. Every club has that member, that one member who just doesn't give many speeches. Personal encouragement by their mentors doesn't seem to move them any faster. They're disengaged. The club success plan meeting sometimes gets them motivated. When they have a sense of being a part of the whole, then they start to work faster. Why people are slow movers. Many reasons exist why Toastmasters take so much time between speeches. As long as they're showing up. We tell ourselves, as long as they're showing up, they're learning. Well, yes. But no, they have to move at a pace where they're practicing new skills, learning to understand their pain points and their fears, how fear affects them. And they have to be able to remember their last evaluator's point of growth. Otherwise, they're probably not moving forward. Yes, I've heard stories about how long it took some members to get up and give their first icebreaker speech. I personally watched one member continue to come infrequently, and pay dues for four years. Then he gave his icebreaker speech and he took off like a rocket and completed several awards and even served as an area director all in about 24 months. That's a very comforting story, but we should not take comfort from it. Michael made choices, several of them actually, that we as his fellow club members respected. But I look at that story and wonder, is there something we could have done differently to help him sooner? That's another reason why I like the public club success plan meeting. Do we know what other people want to get from their membership? What are their goals? How can we help them? How can we encourage them? Several months ago, we had a very reluctant new member. 
He constantly mentioned his fear of getting up to speak. Getting him to commit to his icebreaker took a lot of talking. At one meeting, we needed evaluators. I told him I would evaluate with him. We'd both fill out an evaluation form for one of the most advanced speakers in the club. I made notes. He made notes. In the end, he gave a better evaluation and a stronger point of growth than I did. But he never would have gotten up there without me standing right beside him. Adam has made a lot of progress in his public speaking. He still tells us he's terrified. But he also told us at the last meeting that he had to give a report at a work meeting. And the only reason he could do it was because of us, because we had been supportive, because we had given him the stage to face his fears and we'd given him the tools to move forward. Slowly, yes, but he's working at it. Motivate your slow movers by finding out what their goals are. Link those goals to the Pathways program that they have selected. Show them links to the Distinguished Club program. As a member of the club, they might want to contribute. They'll never know unless we tell them. As a club officer for a couple of days more, I would like to say that I think your job as a club officer is to monitor the current status of the club Distinguished Club program, to pay your dues on time, and to attend all club officer trainings. Your club should have a monthly meeting, in person or online, of all the club officers, including a financial report and an update on the education awards by the Vice President of Education. I know one club president who always motivated us by buying us coffee at Starbucks if we were there before him at 6.30 in the morning before our 7.30 a.m. meeting. Dan remains one of the most effective club presidents I've ever worked with, mostly because I still don't have a clue how he did it. Oh, I know now. He worked the club's success plan. He asked his vice president of education to be sure that the members were working on projects that gave them credit in the education program. He encouraged the vice presidents to do their jobs with open houses. We had monthly meetings with club officers, and he was open to all ideas and to spend the money that we needed to spend to accomplish what we saw was important. Dan remains a leader who I greatly respect, someone I enjoy working with. Having a monthly meeting with the executive committee and making a DCP a regular part of the agenda will help your club succeed. When it comes right down to it, who does the Toastmasters year beginning and end affect the most? The club officers. The rest of us are just focused on our goals. But taking what was done in the past and building on it, well, that's just smart. You've got a good foundation to know what you can look forward to. In my club, we have at least four distinguished Toastmasters, and we're about to have a fifth. We stay in Toastmasters because we see how powerful it is, and we want to share that with our new members. We want to pay it forward. We are likely to be those Toastmasters who will complete the Pathways Level 4 and Level 5, or maybe we'll even get another DTM because we're crazy like that. Our new club, VPE, can look at our history and see the probability of us getting the points on the DCP. But that vice president of education can also look at the records of other people. But I think the most important task isn't knowledge, it's conversation. What do people want? 
What do people want to do? When do they want to do it? By helping new members get on the stage and to take club meeting roles on a regular basis, we help them by letting them get more experience quicker, which reinforces their skills in public speaking and leadership. Isn't that why we're here? Be sure to share this podcast with your club's incoming officers. My thanks to Roy Monarch for reaching out and suggesting this topic for the podcast. If you have a topic you think I can cover here on Toastmasters 101, drop me a line at the Toastmasters 101 podcast Facebook page. Toastmasters 101 is a podcast production of Toastmasters District 10. Our music is from incompetech.filmmusic.io. The work to change this world can start with you, if you're willing. If you're willing, we're here to help you develop the skills you need. Join us at the next Toastmasters meeting. You can find a club locally or an online club that meets at a time that suits you. Find us at toastmasters.org. Next week, we'll talk about evaluations and what we should do when we bomb a speaking project. Talk to you then on Toastmasters 101 Podcast. <laughs>